everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alakot with Keithy. I am your host, Keithy Langston, and today is going to be our Oscars-ish spectacular. Uh, I have to first admit that I haven't seen all the Oscar movies, but that's okay. I saw one of them, so that counts. And uh, along with this, though, I want to bring on my two dearest friends. They've been with me through so many things before. Uh, I've had them each on separately a couple of times, and then we had a phenomenal Christmas discussion back in the during the holiday season. Of course, I am talking about L.A. Chris and Boston Chris. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Doing well. Damn it! I wanted Thank you both. You, to say, I wanted you to both talk at the same time. It would have been really funny. Uh, <laughs> now, just to kind of give a little a little backstory here. L.A. Chris grew up with us, moved out to Los Angeles about, what, 15 years ago? 16 years ago? 20 years this April. 20 years ago. Jesus Christ. No, no, November. This coming November. I'm sorry. 20 years. Yeah. 20 years ago. Uh, Needless to say, I'll just say that he sort of works in the industry because, you know, he does a lot of porn. But uh, that's kind of Chatsworth. <laughs> he is a fluffer. So and uh, so he's kind of our resident uh, Holly weird expert. And that's only because uh, he he meets all the people on a daily basis and, uh, you know, has interactions with nobody. But uh, but if there's one person who knows history of movies and actors and actresses and is just a an encyclopedia a plethora if you will that's boston chris i could go to boston chris with any question and oh shit you're talking about me yeah (laughs) i I thought you were still talking about the other guy i was like (laughs) dare i say i'm good at the googles listen dare i say I would say Boston Chris is probably like IMDb almost. I mean, and it's funny. You, you, I know you'll say no, but the truth is you are. So it's like, I know we'll have, we'll have a good time. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about that theory. You got any trivia? Uh, Well, we'll, I'm sure we can come up with some trivia, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, we'll have, um, we'll have a discussion tonight. It will be just based off of the movies that are nominated for the Oscars, the actors and actresses nominated for awards. Uh, we're going to talk about some musical numbers that are being played this year for best original song. Uh, we'll have uh, just some discussion about some famous snubs, maybe. So people who weren't even nominated for awards or movies that weren't even nominated. you know what why don't we start off with talking about movies actors actresses who should never have won awards (laughs) so we have and i'll throw one out right off the bat f murray abraham for amadeus playing salieri uh i don't know why are you why well go ahead f murray abraham i'm just asking is he still alive 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Okay. He uh, yeah. he dropped he dropped out of Mythic Quest, but uh, he he's been on the last couple. Oh, of he seasons. was in, he was in Mythic Quest. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> killed him off. I don't know. Did, oh. Didn't he have some kind of? Did he have some kind of? Uh, like a Me Too uh, issue? Yeah. Did he have some kind of thing? Well, wait, that was him on White Lotus last season, right? He that wasn't was Lotus. correct. Yeah. Maybe that's why he dropped out was because, uh, you know, he he also did that White House Plumbers limited show that was on HBO as well. So maybe he just was doing some other thing. So just so the movie Amadeus, 1984, uh, Milos, Milos Forman directed film uh, about the life of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart and Salieri, who was uh, played by the Antonio Salieri, who was played by F. Murray Abraham. Uh, believe me, I've seen this movie. It's awesome it was a you know great role for him i think that uh overall the movie itself is great uh completely historically inaccurate i might add just because that's something i have to throw it out there but let me just throw out some of the other people he was up against that year and maybe this is one of the maybe this is the reason why he won this award because he's up against uh jeff bridges uh playing in starman <laughs> So I don't know. Did any, either of you ever see Starman? <laughs> I love Star. I haven't seen it in ages, but I love that movie. Yeah, I might have seen it a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is one of those kind of odd. It's it's like the odd ET movie, I guess. I don't know, but uh, Albert Finney uh, for Under the Volcano. I will say I've never seen Under the Volcano, but I do know of Albert Finney, a great actor, R.I.P. I believe. Uh, Tom Hulse, Tom Hulse from. Amadeus, he playing Wolfgang Amadeus. I mean, I feel like you give the award to the guy that's playing in the fucking movie that's starring in it, but okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then NY, not NYPD Blue, uh, Lauren Orta's mainstay there, Sam Waterston. So Sam Waterston was, Sam Waterston was nominated for The Killing Fields. It sounds to me like this oh, is kind God. of a weak year, almost, in uh, 84. So, I don't know. I mean... You look at the year before and the year after, there's some heavy hitters in there. So I don't know. I feel like this might have been a weak year. So maybe that's why F. Murray Abraham wins it. But I almost would have gone with give it to Tom Hulse because his his performance as Salier as um Mo Mozart is like a tour de force almost. Well, and I, I don't know if I ever did I, I don't know if I ever saw Amadeus all the way through, but I mean to have two actors nominated for the best actor in a film is gonna be kind of rare, right? Yeah, I mean, it happens, that. but what ha you split the vote usually? What you know when the voters go, so it's like you sort of split the vote between yeah. the two, and neither one can mm. come out on top. So mm. the studios will normally they go all in on one of the two. Yeah, well, I know Chris, you you and I have talked before, LA Chris, about the year that, um, and maybe this will come up more in the in the snubs, but the year that DiCaprio didn't win, uh, where he was nominated for Blood Diamond. Instead yeah. of instead of uh, the departed, and I the think when you, and I think when you and I talked about it, you were saying how the studio went all in on Blood Diamond for him, even though they should have gone in for the departed, but they didn't. I do not recall this conversation, but yeah, I don't, really? even the same. They're not even the same year, though. No, I think they were. I think they both no. came the same year. Blood Diamond's they, like uh, a decade. Blood Diamond's like a decade before the departed. I don't think so. I don't uh, think it is. I think Blood Diamond the movie came out. In, no, they were they were both two thousand six. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I remember. I we had this conversation. <laughs> where, was it with another Chris? 
No, is there I don't know. Is there, is, there, is there a Wisconsin Chris I don't know about? No, you know what? I did know a third Chris, but we don't talk anymore. He was somebody I knew in college. So somebody I used to know. and uh, But I don't talk to him anymore. So I think I'm only – am I only down to two Chris's? I think I'm only down to two Chris's. I should try to get more Chris's in my life, but then I get way too – now I got to keep coming up with fucking nicknames. So I don't want to do that. So Well, so I'm just looking. That It's interesting because they're both Warner Brothers films. Yep. And I, th- I would guess probably because of the, the talent surrounding him in The Departed, mm. there were so many other, you know, good actors in that movie. Yeah, that maybe they felt like he didn't stand out enough, and that's why they pushed Blood Diamond. Or, The Departed was already going to do well. Maybe it's you know important for them to, to push Blood Diamond and have that win some awards. <clears throat> yeah, but now, I was gonna say maybe, maybe they uh, went all in. I, I, I mean, it's so long ago. Maybe they all went all in on um, Scorsese for uh, The Departed. Yeah, on, I would on say. The front. Yeah. Well, that was that was a big deal. I mean, oh god. I mean, I, we can kind of blend in back and forth different topics, but I mean, Christ has has he not been snubbed and had he not been snubbed enough during the course of his career? Uh, Scorsese, just I mean. He thankfully he wins for uh, you know for the departed, but I mean, good Christ! I mean, the fact that uh, I mean, Goodfellas lost is just that's a tragedy yeah. right there. Yeah, tragedy, travesty. Kind of another weird, another weird like nomination in 06 is uh, is Mark Wahlberg for the departed. He's in it for like four minutes total screen time i know he makes, your mother for me <laughs> and i know that he makes his case i mean he, he does make a case but i don't know i mean I, he didn't win in any way which was good but uh i know that uh, that's the year that eddie murphy like stormed out of there because he didn't win for dream girls and like, eddie, right. and he was and i think isn't like usually the best supporting actor like one of the first awards they give out don't they usually give the best supporting actor and actress do they give it first i think they do do they give it first it's either first it or first? second it's either first or second. I think they start off with the two supporting actors. And then the they supporting go on the technicals. technicals. Yeah, and then they do all the and technicals, then... and then yeah, and then they end with they end well, with the... best pictures at the end. Right, but they end with the best actor, best actress, and then yeah. yeah. So uh, speaking of speaking of that, like the award, um, I was here's a little interesting trivia. So. In if you remember the movie Tropic Thunder, which more which uh, Robert Downey Jr. nominated for for playing uh, Lincoln, I, I, I think L.A. Chris remembers the movie. Yeah, I think. <laughs> what, what? What? Oh yeah, because of what he's right, and uh, so just just but, looking at what he's got. <laughs> yeah, but one of the one of the funny things that I read, like trivia wise, is that. When he, when Robert Downey Jr. presents the award to Ben Stiller at the end, it somebody said it was like originally as a goof, originally considered a goof, and it was because the actress gives the best actor award the following year. And I read somewhere that he, that the character Robert Downey Jr. was playing had played an act, had played a woman the previous year and won the actress award. <laughs> And that's why he was giving the award out. And I went, "That's fucking amazing." That is a that's <laughs> that really good, great. actually. I, I did I did not notice that. <laughs> yeah, and and that's because uh, let me see there. So there's another great year where um oh god, what's her name? It's the she's the little 
She's like the little woman that's the, the little woman. She's the little, she's in what's that show? L uh CSI LA or something, or CSI Los Angeles. And uh she's she's in that's she's the she's the principal in uh kindergarten cop. Okay, NCIS Los Angeles, and her name is uh somebody's out there is screaming it right now, but um she was in Linda Hunt, okay. Linda Hunt, actress. She actually won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for her role in 1982's The Year of Living Dangerously, where she's playing a boy, like a man. A boy. <laughs> a boy. But I always thought that was funny. She won Best Act She won Best Actress for playing Best Supporting Actress for playing a man. And she was the first character to she was the first person to win an Oscar. For portraying a character of the opposite sex um it's happened a couple of times since then obviously with um the boxing movie there in uh not boxing movie the, the girl that's in the boxing movie oh um <laughs> the, for million dollar baby uh, hillary swank. no the girl that's in million dollar baby um hillary swank hillary swank was she yeah she's in boys don't cry boys don't cry yeah. yeah and then also uh oh he didn't win the oscar but eddie redmayne was nominated for what's the movie that he's in where he's like he's like a he's like a transgender person. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. You should know the name of it. Um, yeah, I heard it's your favorite movie. Yeah, that's what I heard. But... <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho, so well, and it, you, it's you said eighty two. It's funny that uh, um, Dustin Hoffman was nominated for Tootsie that year. Oh, he was. Oh my god, <laughs> he, did, he didn't he didn't win, but he was nominated. Yeah, the, the Danish girl, the Danish, the Danish girl. Yes, girl. Yeah. yes, but he didn't win that year. No, yeah. Uh, any, I mean, either one of you have any thoughts on some maybe actors, student actresses who should not have won the Academy Award that they were nominated for? We can also go with directors. We can go with uh, you know anything you want. Well, Bruce Willis told me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm sorry. I had to. No, he didn't. He, he hasn't been nominated for anything. No, no. <laughs> he, he gets Razzies a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which probably, I don't know. Maybe he thinks are real awards. I don't know how, how he's doing these days. I don't really know. Point, probably. <laughs> I mean, oh, was I mean, he ever going... nominated for any anything big? I mean, I can't. I, was well, he I guess even in Sixth Sense. I mean, I was gonna say it's not like he hasn't had like really good movies, but you know, you're not gonna get nominated for an Oscar for Die Hard. You know, no. Although he probably should be. I mean, that's a good question, though, about, like, the snub of, like, most action roles. I mean, why not? I mean, you know, like, for instance, his role in Pulp Fiction, he should have probably yeah, yeah. picked up a nomination for that. He's real good in that. I, I agree. I mean, I know, like, 12 Monkeys was a big, was a, you know, kind of a semi-dramatic turn for him. Uh, you know, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen like Mercury Rising? Like, that's a great fucking movie, you know? And I'm to remember. That sounds so familiar. Is that the that's the one where he, I like, he has like, yeah, I like he's that protecting, movie. Like, the autistic, he's protecting the autistic kid, yeah. And it's got like uh, Alec Baldwin's in it. Kid, I mean, yeah. well, he's yeah, he's autistic, and um, that's right, I can say that, right? He was autistic, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think that honestly, like. And I know this is turning quickly into a podcast about loving Bruce Willis, but I don't think that there's he's had a lot of shit where he's been really good. You know, oh, he's, as, he's won the uh he won like the 
uh, what the blockbuster awards or some shit like that. Like it's some stupid freaking thing. Well, of course, it's funny because I'm looking at his his uh, his Raspberry Awards and he won for Mercury Rising, Armageddon, and the Siege. <laughs> See, that's a bunch of that's a crock of shit with him winning a Razzie for Mercury Rising. That's a great movie. Uh Chris, he also won for Hudson Hawk. I'm sorry, man. He did. Uh, yeah. Well, that was that screenplay. Oh no, worst, oh, no. He was nominated for worst actor. Yeah, worst actor. Oh, and he won for worst worst screenplay. He won for worst screenplay. Screenplay. Yeah. Oh boy, he's won a he's won three blockbuster entertainment awards. Hey, you know uh, what? He's won a Golden Globe for Moonlighting. So there you go. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know what people want from him, but I mean, he's he's a fairly <laughs> I, decent actor. You know. I, I like how he won in 1999 for Armageddon, Mercury Rising, and The Siege. <laughs> it's just and lists all three. Oh, The Siege is a great movie too. That's a good movie too. What the. People are the golden raspberries, they're a bunch of dicks. Just picking <laughs> movies that didn't do well in the friggin'. Oh, did you do you see? Are you looking at Wikipedia right now? Yeah, obviously. This Aren't is sad. I'm, I'm like, why, why are these all rescinded? He was nominated for like eight different movies in 2022. Oh, Jesus, won, and he won <laughs> for Jesus. a movie called Cosmic Sin, and then they rescinded all the nominations. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 serves, that serves them right. That oh, serves, weird and well, terrible. I mean, you right. know, good on them for even addressing it, but God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder who won then. Uh, he, he was nominated for the worst Bruce Willis performance. So he had his own category. He's got his own category. That's terrible. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure he doesn't have it anymore. No, he probably took it away. Jesus. Yeah, the whole category is rescinded this year. Good oh lord. Oh my god. A bunch of sh- pieces of shit that they are. So but uh no, I would say that if you probably if we go and we look at his filmography, I would say that you probably throw him up there for hmm. Oh, that first die art's fucking awesome. Uh but I personally I think die You're talking is- Oscar noms for not movies like The Sixth Sense. No, I mean, we'll include that, but I would say that I would say that probably Pulp Fiction. Uh, yeah, I think he got nominated for a Golden Globe for Pulp Fiction. Yeah, probably. He um, probably could. Yeah, he could have been nominated for that, I'm sure. But again, that's another movie with just like, I mean, such a talent pool in that movie. Sure. You know, there's just so that's many. A tough, that's a tough year, too, because that's what, 94? That's a tough year. 94 is a tough year. Oh, yeah. I mean, the. 93 to 95 is like impossible to like yeah. if you won an award you you were doing good back yeah. then but i mean like mercury rising is a great movie i mean but apparently it's not though so i think we yeah. should watch that again okay <laughs> six cents well all right so first die hard was 88 he yeah. would have been up against michael douglas who won in wall street yeah uh, that's that's a tough one yeah william hurt broadcast news <laughs> Marcello Mastriani for dark well, I mean, he, He's a 27 year old guy at that point who's yeah. only been in, like, he's been in one or two movies and then a TV show. Maybe this is a so, very. You know, con- it's not like he's like a legend. Maybe this is a very controversial statement. I, I think Wall Street's way overrated as far as a movie. And I'm sorry if, if I'm offending everybody, but way I, overrated. I haven't watched it in a while. I, I remember it 
being pretty pretty good. I mean, it's good, but it's not like it's was he nominated. He won, right? That's definitely year? better than Money Never Sleeps. That's true. But I mean, like, honestly, if you're talking about Michael Douglas, give me friggin' Romancing the Stone or the War of the Roses any day of the yeah. week. Even even his, even, I know, like, everybody looks at Fatal Attraction and then, um, what's the other one with uh, Sharon Stone? Oh, Basic Instinct. Yeah, everybody looks at those two. No, dude, Fatal Attraction's fucking awesome. Fatal Attraction's great. And a well, lot of that, it is- that was also 1998, and it lost to The Last Emperor. Oh yeah, but it was nominated. So stupid, <laughs> dude. I gotta tell you, man. I'm looking through these Bruce Willis movies, and I, I'm not really seeing much to work with here. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, again, I love the man, but good God, yes, like, I mean, I love, I love the man. You know, no, like I the would whole, say the whole ten yeah. yards isn't gonna get you an Oscar. You know, no, but the whole nine yards could get you a nomination, maybe, probably not, but you know, mm. um. I don't know. Unbreakable. Uh, that's like, that's like borderline. You know, no. That's not a best actor. No, I, I think. I think that's I think a that's you, a directing and a writing kind of movie. I I think you look at um really, you know, Hearts War. I think he was pretty good in Hearts War, but that's he's not gonna get that. That's not a real good one either. Expendables but um, three. what? Expendables three. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I mean, I don't know. The Sin City, the Sin City segments with him are really good. Like he's really good in that. But again, you're not going to give. You're not getting a Oscar. I mean, honestly, he did like fucking nine movies in 2006. Oh, dude, look, look at the ones from the last couple of years. I mean, we well, yeah, but that's because we we talked about that last time. Yeah, we talked about that. He's just trying to get money for his poor (laughs) family. Get money family. (laughs) What is this Detective Night? We should watch these movies. I just want to see these, like, I just want to see movies that he did recently where it's like, just to see if he's, if he's bad, you know? Well, he's like, well, he's in there for like a scene. That's usually what it is, right? Oh, really? Okay. Looper yeah. wasn't too bad. If yeah, I Looper remember. Was no. But again, it's not the kind of movie that you're going to get nominated for best actor for. No, no. I would say that if you're going to, if we're going to take up this, uh, you know, change.org, I would say we get retro nominations for Die Hard, uh, Pulp Fiction and probably The Sixth Sense, and I think that that's about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the fact that like yeah, Die Hard was not nominated, I get it because I mean at the time, hey, it's an action film. But all the movies that were nominated that year, that one really seems like it stood the test of time. No, yeah, hey, it's an annual Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Blind Date. How does he not get anything? For... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Blind <laughs> Date. Oh, uh, this guy, yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis. Uh, you guy. know. We that was John Larroquette in there. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's Esau.
let's see if I can think of anybody else on here that's kind of um I'm just looking through like now I'm looking through like best supporting actress and I'd have to go up to like some I'd have to go through some more recent years like Olympia Dukakis winning for Moonstruck was absolutely 100%. Of course, yes, she should have. And her competition, the only thing that sucks is her competition, Chris, was Anne Ramsey <laughs> for Throw Mama from the Tree. Oh, oh really? For for best supporting? Yeah, that would have been great. Oh, wow. If she won, she goes up there. That would have been awesome. Owen. 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 I would like to thank everybody who's voted for me. <laughs> I know, um, I know everybody always talks about like Marissa Tomei's win and uh, that it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake, obviously, but uh, that would have been that's that's one where I mean, you look at her competition, too. I don't know. I, I mean, what, she was, what was that? What was that all about? Vinny. That's for my cousin Vinny. All right. So allegedly the story goes that, um, again, like the previous year, best supporting actor was Jack Palance for uh Curly and um, City Slickers. So when he went up, City, the last, City Slickers. Yeah, the last name on the nominees card that he was reading was Marissa Tomei. And so people think that he just read the last name on the card. And that's why she won. <laughs> yeah, but look and, what happened a couple of years ago with that whole Moonlight La La Land. The, exactly. You know, so the, that's yeah. really what that's what put that to bed because they said no, if if there had been a mistake like that, they would have done exactly what they did with uh, Moonlight and La La Land, you know. But they didn't they let everybody oh yeah they La La they, they would have fixed stage? it yeah yeah but didn't they let everybody get up on stage and then they were like no 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 you gotta get to <laughs> gotta get off the stage <laughs> um I tend to have a problem with anybody that wins an award based off a Woody Allen movie like. You know, <laughs> That includes that, uh, that's, is that Diane Weist. Yeah, Diane Weist. But also, like, but also for uh, Annie Hall, because, um, you know, Diane uh, Keaton won for Annie Hall. And I just have a problem. I have a problem with Annie Hall in general. I have a problem with Woody Allen in general. Just, I don't know. I mean, what's the should. best Woody? Well, like, yeah. what's the best Woody Allen movie? Like, I guess it's Annie Hall, but like, Woody Allen sucks. Like, yeah. he's not that, you know, he's like a lamer. Ver- this is going to hear it. Another controversial statement. He's a lamer version. Of uh, Larry David, <laughs> but it has it has way more crazy sexual perversions than Larry David does. You know, hey, you know what? Say what you want. He, at least he's been loyal to her. He has, <laughs> but I don't know. I just every time I see like I, like whenever I see like previews and shit. Like I guess the most interesting Woody Allen movie that came out and it was recently was that Blue Jasmine. That had uh, Kate Blanchett in it, and I think that was the most interesting. But just all of his shit is just—I don't know—I don't find him very interesting at all. That's just me. I mean, I know I'm not going to hurt his feelings, but you know, I don't know. Maybe I will. So I'm—you—you you, you piqued my interest, and I was kind of curious. I'm going to uh, Rotten Tomatoes because yeah. I was thinking Annie Hall, and uh, and looking at his filmography, I realized I've seen very few. Um, oh yeah, movies. I've seen match. I've seen Match Point. I've seen Curse of the Jade Scorpion. I've seen Small Time mm-hmm. Crooks. Yeah. Small Time Crooks. I used to have that as a VHS test tape at work. Oh yeah, uh, Deconstructing Harry. I've seen. I never saw Mighty Aphrodite. Um, 
but you know it's like a movie like manhattan murder mystery is one i've always wanted to see for some reason just because i remember when it came out i mean that was Mm -hmm. 93 um new york stories was kind of another one that was like that mighty Um, aphrodite uh mighty aphrodite is i believe mira servino wins the academy award that that is accurate yeah for best supporting actress right or best actress i forget which one it was i think it was best supporting yeah so again, another another issue, where, another one where I have a problem with the person. Midnight in Paris is ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Blue Jasmine is ninety. Vicky Cristina yeah. Barcelona is eighty. Yeah, but I again, I think a lot of it is like I think people just like Woody Allen's kind of like you know you nobody the same wants thing to, every movie. I mean, yeah, like nobody wants to shit on Woody Allen, which is funny because he's. I, I don't know if I thing. agree with that. <laughs> I kind of feel like everybody's just. Well, first of all, no one wants to say anything about Woody Allen just because yeah. A, they don't want to give him the time, and B, why risk saying something that's going to get you in trouble? Like, yep. I think people just don't think about him. Yep. And I think that's probably best for everybody. <laughs> um, LA Confidential, I know it's a great movie. Uh, Kim Basinger. That, uh, that one should have won. I love that movie. Yeah, but Kim Basinger, I don't know. Joan Cusack should have won for In and Out. She's fucking amazing in that movie. <laughs> or Julianne Moore. Look at this 1997. Kim Basinger, Joan Cusack for In and Out, Minnie Driver for Goodwill Hunting, Julianne Moore for Boogie Nights, and the old lady for uh, Titanic. Well, like, Julianne Moore should have won. Julianne was, Moore should have won that for Boogie yeah. Nights. Julianne Moore is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, that was a big role. Oh, has she won? She's won. She won for Alice, right? Still Alice. I think that's the only thing she's won for, like Oscar wise. I think she won for Still Alice, but she's been nominated a yeah, few times. Is. But uh, I love Julianne Moore. Like she should be. Oh God, I my thing for like the last few years has been like, oh, they should put her in a Marvel movie. I don't say that that much anymore now because, but uh, <laughs> they should put her in a Star Wars. <laughs> Disney Plus series. That's what they that's gonna be my new thing now. Is I'm gonna say, man, they should put her in the live action of the Bad Batch. That's what they should do. But uh yeah. Are they doing a live action Bad Batch? No, no. I just I say <laughs> that, but just they did release the new season of the Bad Batch came out, and I watched like they did like the first three episodes, and oh my god, it was so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and it's and it's crazy. I think I was telling this to LA Chris the other day. I said, it's amazing that they can get such unbelievable story through a cartoon. Mm. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's as good as a live action show. It's as the, the, the drama, the writing, the dialogue, the suspense, everything is there. So, you know, kudos to star Wars, Disney, you know, uh, Shakespeare in love, Judy Dench. Everybody says anything with Shakespeare in love should be stricken from the record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, plus, especially since, I don't know, did you guys ever see Primary Colors, the movie with, uh, about like, well, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah I did. Like, yeah. Kathy Bates is, Kathy Bates was nominated in 1998 and she's fantastic in that. She's only in it for like a half an hour, but she's fantastic. So, um, and then, I don't know, you got, Angelina Jolie in 99. I'm just looking at Best Supporting Actress. I don't really like Angelina Jolie. I think everything she does is pointless. So you could probably, <laughs> you could take you could take anybody else that was nominated that year. Like Toni Collette and The Sixth Sense like as the mom. Like that's, that's she wasn't in it enough I feel like, but Chloe Savini was in Boys Don't Cry and she was nominated. I don't know how you don't give those two both the Oscar that year. You know? 
Um, yeah. yeah, that's me though. I don't know. I mean, and that's that's best supporting actor. I guess I could look at best support, uh, best supporting actress. Excuse me. Uh, hmm. What do we want to rip into now? Best actress. Let's look at that. Uh, Janet Gaynor for like Seventh Heaven and Street Angel in 1927. Forget about it. You guys were like, Janet Gaynor? Who the fuck is that? Bruce Willis uh, told me he doesn't remember that. Uh, he that, doesn't that, that year. No, does he remember? Nice. Does he remember when Audrey Audrey Hepburn won for Roman Holiday though in 1953? Nope, doesn't remember that one either. What does about Bruce Willis remember his name? Mm, he thinks he is. <laughs> he, he thinks he is Gloria Swanson at this point. He's ready for. <laughs> he's ready for his close up. Uh. I can't I can't speak on any of the old timey ones like Catherine Hepburn winning every fucking time. Was she really that good of an actress? Like, let's be serious here. I'm Catherine Hepburn and I'm gonna act <laughs> my way Christ, around dude. you. <laughs> okay, tell me how you really feel. But I don't even think she really did have anything wrong with her. I think she was just doing that because that's how she talked. Like she was like, Hey everybody, what's the problem? Yeah, you know. She's dead. She coming after me? She she's way dead. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's see if like check her Wikipedia page, see if she had like advanced rickets or something. <laughs> she had rickets. She had a lack. I don't of, know. Lack of vitamin C. Uh, well, she went to college in the she went to college in the twenties as a woman. So she went to college back in the day when people went to college. I'll tell you yeah, that. As, yeah, a, yeah, as yeah. a woman, yeah. why why do you have to identify it? But, <laughs> Let me see. Final years. Uh, okay. Hepburn stated in her 80s, I have no fear of death, you see. It must be wonderful, <laughs> like a long sleep. Um, yeah, she had, like, pneumonia. She didn't die of anything, like, crazy. She had pneumonia and a urinary tract infection. Like, again, I think she well, just... She was 96, too. Let's Wait, no, I know she was... Yeah, she had a good run, but, I mean, it's not like she... She didn't <laughs> die from... Run. <laughs> she didn't, you know, she didn't die from the shakes or anything like that. She no. just she, she just was old, but, I mean... It is like she had that talk. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna star in this movie called On Golden Pond. You see, and I don't know. I just I don't know. Everybody always talks about like Meryl Streep's way better of an actress, you know. Well, I mean, nobody said that she was better than Meryl Streep. That's true. I mean, Meryl Streep was not alive back then. <laughs> 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 I'm sure they weren't in the 20s, Tucker, or the 30s. Saying no, you know, you you're know pretty good, I... Catherine, but you're no Meryl Streep. You know Meryl Streep. I'll say, who's this Meryl Streep? I keep hearing about. You'll find out soon enough. I don't want to. I don't. I feel bad taking this away from her, but I don't know. Liza Minnelli and Cabaret. I don't. I mean, you know, she's you up really, against. Uh, me. She's not really, as up against. Really me. jumped. Really jumped uh, decades there. Huh? <laughs> well, because I don't. Well, because I don't know. I've never seen the. I've never seen. Clute, you know, I never saw nine minutes and find uh, it's nice where you're at. 1972. 72. Um, let me see, Ellen Burstyn. I love Ellen Burstyn, though, so she can. I I have her on my Deadpool this year. Oh, no, I like Ellen Burstyn. Well, I mean, she's she is old, and I think she's been she was nominated for an Oscar 50 years ago, so I mean, she's not very young, she's 91. How about Louise Fletcher scaring the shit out of every human being with one blow of the cuckoo's nest? Like she absolutely earned that fucking eye. 
She went up against she went up against oh, that yeah. Anne Margaret, I'll tell you that much right now. Um she was great. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1977. Wow, okay, Kane. let's see. All right, let's see. Carol Kane. The fuck? Who's giving her a she was nominated in 75? She doesn't need to be doing anything. Carol Kane. Friggin' highlight of her life was playing against that fucking hack comedian in the show about the taxi. I, I I haven't seen Rocky in a long time. Was Talia Shire really in that movie enough to be nominated for Best Actress? You know what? She does have... All right, so... Chris, L.A. Chris, let me ask you this, because you might know. When they submit for Oscars, do they do just their entire work in the movie, or do they do, like, specific scenes? Like, you know how, like, in Emmys, they usually do, like, one episode... Do they do like certain? I think, I'm not positive, but I think it's the entire movie. Okay. But then you can also decide what category you want to be nominated for. Yep. So, so like, like this year, it's a big thing with like Lily Gladstone. Is she really a leading actress? No, she's probably be like more supporting, but they submitted yeah. her for leading. Okay, and that's in for uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So here's the thing. Is she good enough to be the lead actress in Rocky? No, she's supporting. Well, I didn't say good enough. I meant, you know, because that's what I meant. Usually, like, it's kind of like you watch a movie, you can tell whether or not Mm -hmm. someone would be nominated for, like, a best actor or a best supporting actor. Correct. And I would say you're probably correct. And Um, I haven't seen Rocky in a long time. So, well, I mean, the thing is, is that there's there's definitely like two or three scenes in Rocky. And the reason why I know this so well is because I love I love Rocky and Rocky Balboa. Like those two movies are like perfect Rocky. Like every other one, two, three, four, five, all the creeds, all that. They're the creeds are really good, but like the other Rockies, they're all right, but they're not as good as Rocky, the first one, and then Rocky Balboa. Um, which the Rocky verse is tight. I will say that, it, like we talk about it, it all the time. It's, yeah, but I think that I think that Rocky, the first movie, is awesome. Is amazing. Perfect movie. Yeah. It's amazing. And the reason why is because it's all about. Really, it's the two of them are two losers that meet each other, and basically give each other the support that they need to get to the end. And I think that there's two, if not three, scenes hey, hey, where. Hey, hey, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Does that does that mean you think they could? We could win Oscars. Yeah, why not? Because we're two losers that found each other. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I think so. Anything's possible, right? But um, what an idiot! Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what'll happen? The two of us will get nominated, and Boston Chris will actually win the award. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll Come go. Up, I'd like to thank my co-stars. Uh, but I think in that movie, there's two or three huge scenes where she shines and she shines because of her character development um but i don't think it was strong enough of a of a role for her to be best actress probably best supporting actress i i think i mean you look so at look at what else she's 26 in minutes of screen time that's a probably a third of the movie that's... i mean the movie's probably no longer than 90 minutes if that you know yeah. and then i was going to say and if she's not the lead actress in the movie then who would be there is no well, there movie. doesn't necessarily need to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this was the seventies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're at all right. Looking at nineteen. Uh, Rocky was one hundred and nineteen minutes long. So. Yeah, but all right. He, here's the big one. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. So he won for uh, Hannibal Lecter. 
Yeah. And he it, literally it, for best supporting actor. And, and it's literally it, like five minutes of screen time. It's I hate to say it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I love first of all, I love that movie. Second of all, I love Anthony Hopkins. And third, I love him as Hannibal Lecter. It's the best. But it's ridiculous that he wins for that. Ridiculous. You, oh my God. That's literally sixteen minutes of screen time. Yeah. Sixteen yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not a character. That's not But a, I mean, you know. Think of who think of who did more with sixteen minutes than him. You know? Yeah. Well, all right, Chris, you love the color of money. Right? We, yeah. Boston. Well, Boston Chris well, we too, both, don't you yeah, like it's that? A, I yeah. mean it's are you talking is, to me? Yeah. Oh okay. either both of you. Tell yeah, me this. No, I, it's Newman, enjoyable. It's not is, like an is, excellent movie, but is Paul Newman in that enough to justify him winning? He won the Oscar in eighty six for that movie. He's he's, he's probably a gimme though, though. Pretty I mean, much the main character, yeah. I thought the main character in the color of money is uh Tom Cruise. But he he's the coach, you know, he's oh, Tom Okay. All right, all right. Tom Cruise okay. is yeah. the protege. Yeah. Okay, so he's in it enough. All right. I haven't seen it in that long. I haven't uh seen it. So it's it's really have... the it's really his story. It's really the story of him. Okay, it's really the fast Eddie story. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the sequel story, to really. um yeah. Yeah. The Hustler. Yeah, the Hustler, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, looking at this, like Pacino for Scent of a Woman, yeah, he's in it the whole movie. The whole movie's him. She got know? a fat ass. That's not that one. <laughs> That's the other one. She got a great fat ass. <laughs> Your head is all the way up. It. Um, Ooh-ah. That's right. Ooh-ah. I never saw that movie. It's so oh, sad. Heat? Isn't that Heat? It's Heat, right? It's great. Heat, movie. Oh, I've yeah. seen Heat. Yeah. I never saw Scent of a Woman. Were you talking oh, about Scent of a Woman? Yeah, well, that's from Heat. But Scent of a Woman? No, Scent of a Woman is uh, Scent of a Woman's a good movie. I was trying to. My <laughs> this is this is very controversial. My brother was saying he was kind of complaining about Pacino the other day, and he's like, Pacino sucks. He's not even that good of an actor. And I was like, because my brother hates The Godfather. <laughs> He hates the Godfather movies, and he uh, because your he goes, mother should burn in hell for all of her. No, like, oh, you know wow. what? No, come start. on, come on. People need to reevaluate <laughs> the Godfather and look at it and realize that it is a fucking boring movie. It really is, and the second one is even more fucking boring. Oh, come on, dude, they're boring. Though, there's hmm. certain scenes that are great. In the first one, Pacino in Sicily is fucking awesome when he meets like Apollonia and they have the wedding and. The fucking cobblers. I'm like, that shit's great. And then in the second movie, everything De Niro does is fucking awesome. The whole De Niro sequence of the movie is great. But like, seriously, it's like watching episode one of Star Wars with the friggin' Pacino, where it's like, we're literally talking about, you know, a border dispute and uh, trade <laughs> rules and stuff like that. It's all about fucking Pacino and the friggin'. Keith rolling in with the hot take on the Oscars show. The Godfather fucking sucks. But it's all about no Godfather two, with with the exception of the last two segments of Pacino's story, where he's having the argument with Fredo at the fucking lake house, is all about his Senate hearing. Like, come on, man, it's not even that interesting, you know. But, but, uh, I mean, then the first, the whole first half of, I like the scene when after, uh. In the first one, after uh, Brando is shot, and there's that whole scene where Pacino's like, you know, he's basically Bernie Lomaxing him around the hospital room. I like that. That's fun, you know. 
and then you know when he shoots the when he shoots the cop in there you know that that seems good i mean there are good things but it's not the greatest fucking movie ever made you know i'm reevaluating our friendship right now <laughs> no you're not you shut up you're not even look just because you moved to california doesn't mean you have to listen to what the cat you know your favorite movie is friggin' star wars or ghostbusters or back to the future yeah it's freddy got fingered right so even better <laughs> How about Five Nights at Freddy Got Fingered? What about that? That'd be a good one. <laughs> the newest hit movie. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry if I upset you both. I apologize. Uh, but neither one of you. You, didn't you, upset. you, guys, you guys don't care. <laughs> Chris, you no, don't even I don't care. Them. I don't give a shit. You do you. Um. Yeah, no, seriously. Looking at this like best actor list, yeah. But Anthony Hopkins is like, he's in the movie for would you say 16 minutes? 16 yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, like every other every other person that wins is like I mean Sean Penn for Mystic River. Eh, Sean Penn's in that. That was a good role. It's a good role. He's in that the majority of that movie. So I'm not gonna cut it out. But yeah. I mean it's I mean, a story, yeah. Yeah, who would be the main character if it wasn't him? Yeah. But I mean, looking at who he was up against, I mean he's he's up against Bill Murray in Lost in Translation. And I feel like Bill Murray, that movie's great. You know, with Bill Murray's great in that movie too. So, I don't know. But, um, who else do you have? You have So LA Chris and I were talking the other day about topics we can talk Use about. Whatever bathroom you want, buddy. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, whatever bathroom. I want. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, I'll use my multiple. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we were talking about roles that people play that I'll say guarantees them an Oscar. Now it's not Oscar bait because I think Oscar bait is different. Well, it guarantees Oscar them a nomination. At yeah, the very least. Yeah. And I think Oscar bait is different than this because this is like playing a real life person. Okay. So for instance, Russell Clo Russell Crowe playing um John Nash, you know, um yeah. Will Smith playing Ali. See, but uh, like a beautiful mind could have been a shitty movie and then nobody would have cared. Right. You know, it was the fact that it was it has to be the right role, but also the movie has to be made in the right way. No, people do biopics, I think, to help secure the Oscar nomination. I think they do musical Certainly. biopics to help 
get the musical. I mean, to get the. Oh, yeah, look, look at what happened with uh, the friggin' the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Yeah, exactly. The guy that won for cinematographer for that, it, it was like the worstly cut oh, movie you've ever seen in your life. Oh, no, best, yeah, the fact that the one for best editing, but I think the I think the joke behind that is is because the director, it was um, what's his name. Ryan Singer like walked off and someone else had to take over directing and then the editor came in and made made a movie out of nonsense basically and put it right. was able to stitch it together. But the the I example I saw was one scene where they were sitting down. Yes, where it takes like <laughs> twenty cuts just and there the was like thirty yeah, thirty seven yeah. totally unnecessary yeah. takes that yeah. just made no sense. Uh, I mean that I've that there that just yeah that, that's like, not putting together a movie out of nothing. That's ridiculous. We, is what that is. We had. We had three years in a row where the best actor is playing. It's a biopic. We had Jamie Foxx with Ray, Philip Seymour Hoffman with Capote, Forrest Whitaker with Idi Amin. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis is Daniel Plainville. I mean, Plainview. I, I'm. I know that that There Will Be Blood was based off of real life events, so you could probably throw that. You could throw Harvey Milk. So if you include. There will be blood because it's based off of a real life person. You have almost the entire 2000s is like yeah. people winning for playing like uh, Adrian Brody played the guy that pianist. was in the pianist. I mean, seriously, the entire 2000s is. Well, yeah. And then if you look right past that, you've got Colin Firth. Yep. In the King's speech. And then yep. Abraham Lincoln. Yep. Two years after that. Yep. Ron Woodruff. Ron Woodruff. Dallas, the Dallas Stephen, Byers, Hawking. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Hugh Glass, I know that's what that he was a real person. Like, yeah, Lord Churchill, Churchill, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it is, and then even even getting into the 2020s, it's like, yeah, you know, King Richard. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, uh, off topic, but on the topic of uh, biopics. Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Boy. Although y'all, you got Rustin and and Leonard Bernstein in that yeah, category. Yeah, Kellyan's so. gonna win. Maybe one of the, maybe one of those three will win. No, I, win? Uh, the uh, the SAG Awards were last night, and Killian won for the SAG Awards. So oh, usually, he did. Yeah, okay. so usually whoever wins the SAG will go on to win. I thought it was Oscar. whoever. I thought it was usually who wins the Golden Globe. So that that's yes and no. I think it was a thing back in the day. The thing is, it's a completely different voting pool. Like the Golden Globes is like eighty people from the press, and those awards are are basically bought for because you would wine and dine these people and, and, and bribe them. And there's been a lot of scandal over the years for that. And to try to, you know, bring things back uh, mm -hmm. to, to quorum, but, but the voting body, you know, screen actors are in the union are also going to be the ones voting in the Academy. So there's a huge overlap in who votes. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so I, I was going to say it's it's off topic, but on the topic of biopics, um, I heard mm -hmm. something on the radio yesterday or the day before that they're going to make um, Beatles biopics. Oh, they're yeah. Gonna so do, they're going to do one film for each of the Beatles, and they're going to be released, I think, at the same time. Or like a month <laughs> apart or something like it's that. It's going to be they're, – they're all going to be from the, uh, from the point of view of that, of that person. Yeah. Which I think is, I mean, it's quite an undertaking. It sounds like it could be like phenomenal if done well. Yeah. Because basically, I feel like they're going to have to film all four at the same time because yeah. they'll do, they'll do scenes from different angles and 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 piece it all together. I feel like it could be great, but that's why it's going to take them like three or four years to do them because I think it's like twenty twenty seven they're coming out. Yeah, and it's Sam Mendes. You can't go wrong with him. 
Oh, is it? I, yeah. I, did, I missed that part. I just heard them say something they, about. They should actually, they should actually just release it all as one movie, but do it like Clue, where it's like depending <laughs> on what theater you go to, you see the different one from the different. You, you get a different reason for why the band broke up depending on whose <laughs> point of view it is. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, who was I talking to? Was it you? Was was it one of you that I was talking about? We, L.A. Chris, you and I were talking about George Harrison. Yeah. And we were talking about he he broke up the Beatles. That's really. what I thought. He he was really the one that I thought broke up the Beatles, just because he he left because they kept, they treated him like shit. Wasn't Yoko? Any any thoughts on that? Uh... I mean, I could watch the I could watch the <laughs> Peter Jackson documentary, but I don't have five years to waste. So no. <laughs> well, I, I I heard something the other day. They were talking like any any of that like you know footage that you see from back in the day when the Beatles were in the studio. Uh, Yoko was always just kind of sitting off on the side, like reading yeah. a book. <laughs> like she didn't seem to be bothering anybody. Although I think just the fact that she was there, I feel like, and also it's it's you know it's easy to just say that. Um, I don't. I hadn't really thought or heard of the the George Harrison stuff, but way to bag was, on him on his was, way to bag was, on him on his birthday. <laughs> what was that? I said way to bag on him on his birthday. Oh, is it his birthday? <laughs> Today's his birthday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, he's dead. Fight... Spoiler alert: he's dead. In case you didn't notice. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> um, no, but who who is the, who? All right, who's your favorite Beatles uh, songwriter? What are you listening to, Keith? Is that Yoko Ono screaming at a German museum? <laughs> it's Yoko screaming at the art show. <laughs> Just <laughs> broke up the Beatles. That broke up the Beatles, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> no. What did you say? Who's your favorite Beatle? What? Well, who, who's your who's the favorite songwriter amongst <laughs> these three? So angry. <laughs> Four. Oh, we already talked about this. Yeah, but I'm asking. Oh, you want to know Boston yeah. Chris? All right, Boston Chris. Who is your favorite songwriter out right. of the group? Well, I mean, like, fucking Ringo. Like, no, like How you can't. Dare you. Get off my. <laughs> so George wrote some really beautiful songs, but like. I mean, as far as volume goes, I mean, and could you say John or Paul, or would you have to say them both? I would, I would well, consider so, like so they that's wrote exactly, most of their stuff together. Well, that's exactly the thing. They never gave George the chance because both of them were overpowering the, like you know, with their with yeah. Their but egos like you get time. that in almost any band. I mean, most bands, it's like you've got the guy that writes the songs. You know, generally, yeah. 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 And every once in a while, someone else will throw something in and he'll get a song credit. Just, That's I'm why saying, I always... I'm just saying White Kanye was in the Beatles and he was a piece of shit to everybody. Wow. <laughs> Who's I, White no, Kanye? I, Lennon. John? John? <laughs> yeah, John. Lennon. Um, that's why I always appreciated bands like, um, like U2 and R.E.M. Where... They, yeah, they get, every every member gets full credit on every song, yeah. so mm -hmm. it doesn't, you know, like if there's like a fight, it doesn't mean that you know the edge is homeless next week. Yeah. <laughs> sure, the edge is no. homeless. He's homeless. <laughs> I, should, I should say like Larry Mullen Jr. is homeless next week. <laughs> yeah, just gotta go climb back inside his lemon disco ball. Yeah, I mean, I just... Larry hasn't worked in in a half a year at least, so he's probably. Why he's broke. not? He's not going. He's not the drummer's man. No, he's not in Vegas. They've got someone else sitting oh. in because he's. I think he he had some kind of surgery. I don't oh. know. Uh, oh. He had something. I don't. 
I honestly don't know. I think he had surgery. Hmm. I didn't know that. That was crazy. I don't know. I figured he was what part of the band. Larry? Yeah, what he had neck surgery. Larry? What happened? Yeah, he had neck surgery. Oh well, you know that well, happens. That'll do it. People have neck surgery. My, oh my neck! Remember uh, what's his name <laughs> had neck surgery, Chris? Oh, was it his mom? Is that it was. Yeah, let's let let's not let's not yeah. be specific. Let's not be, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anywho, so. All right, so we talked. Uh, I just wanted to point out Daniel Day Lewis has the most wins with three for best actor. Yeah, but not the not, most nominations. Not not Hanks. No, Hanks has only won two. Hanks hasn't won a third. Yeah, Hanks not for best actor. Hanks Hanks oh. and Spencer Tracy both won back to back years, right? Yeah, yeah. But they were only, but those were their only two wins. Hmm. Now, who you said Spencer Tracy? He's he's tied with somebody who had been nominated nine times. Do you know who the other person was? Well, I'm looking the other at actor on, on Wikipedia. So. Oh, well, if you're looking at it, <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to answer. Yeah, yeah. Is it a recent? Is it, is it a live? No, actor even old, no, no, it's old. It's an old. Uh, it was Lawrence Olivier. Uh, I'm just going to spoil it for you. I don't care. I, I uh, just said it. You could have. All right, so. <laughs> Oh, listen, who's won four Best Actress Awards? My <laughs> golly! Well, yeah, who who has the most the most nominations uh, for best or for oh, best, well, that uh, was, supporting or best that, actress? Like, you beat that like ten years ago. So yeah. Mer- Meryl has it for seventeen. Yeah, she's only won twice. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. You would think that Meryl would have won seventeen nominations. I would have put. If you said Meryl Streep had been nominated 17 times, I would have said she probably has eight nom eight wins. But no, she's only won it twice. And so what you're saying is she got a really shitty batting average. Kind of does. I mean, for one of the greatest actresses of all. Yes. Who has the most best supporting actor wins? With with three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, I think I know who this is. Hang on, I gotta look it up. Hang on, I know who this it's is. From a long time ago. You have anything on the Walter Brennan thing? Oh, the Walter Brennan thing? <laughs> it doesn't look good, Jimmy. It doesn't look good, Jimmy. That's the best Walter Brennan. Uh, Francis McDormand's three for three. Wow, Francis McDormand's like, um, well, she's even got a better record than the Patriots making the Super Bowl. Remember when the Patriots would always win the Super Bowl when they made it? <laughs> Like back in those Brady, early Brady years, in those Shit. days, yeah, that was like when the that's like now, like when the Red Sox make it to the World Series, they win the World Series. <laughs> but they gotta True. make it. But yeah, no, Francis McDormand, three for three. Shit, she should get back out there and do some more acting. What is she doing lately? Uh, not 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 acting. I guess I don't know. I feel like she was uh, something recently. So, best supporting actress. We have uh, Elma Ritter, who was nominated six times. Amy Adams nominated five times. No wins. You know why? <laughs> I like how we talk about Frances McDormand doing nothing, and she was she produced and and appeared in a film that was nominated for Best Picture last year. Not watching. <laughs> Did she win last year? No. No. What was oh, she, what was the last year movie that she produced? Women talking. Uh. Walter Brennan. 
Yeah. This freaking dinosaur. What did he what did he do? What did Walter Brennan do? He won three Academy Awards. What have I ever done? And he was also born in Lynn, Massachusetts. Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah. In fact, he was neighbors to uh Chris's grandfather. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I wonder if you knew my grandfather. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Probably. Guys, what do you think about? We're going to talk a little bit about this year's awards, and uh, we'll we'll stick to the main, I guess the five main categories. I mean, I don't know. We could talk about best animated movie if you want, or well, we could actually maybe get into screenplay if you know of any of them or whatever. But um, I know that uh, myself, I've only seen one of the movies that was nominated for best picture this year. Uh, Chris, LA, Chris, you said you saw all of them, correct? Yeah, this is the first year in years I've actually seen all of them. And Chris, I believe you said you saw two. I saw two of them, and I yeah. probably should have seen four to five of them, but I was waiting on my wife and didn't see them. Yeah, it, it's funny, too, because... All right, so the one I saw is I saw Oppenheimer, and I just recently saw Oppenheimer. And actually, you guys both gave me homework to watch The Holdovers, and I failed. Like Much like my homework in school, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, I'm just not going to blame anybody except myself now because I'm an adult. But hang on, is this the movie that you gave me shit for for recommending it as a Christmas movie and now it's Oscar nominated? <laughs> I just saying you gave me shit. Oh, some movie that no one's ever going to see. <laughs> and I watched it right after that and I yeah. thought it was great. It's a great movie. Paul Giamatti. I, I just I don't have an answer. Yeah, I probably did give you shit because it was I, dude, you put fucking Boney M on your list of best of favorite songs. <laughs> That's why I fucking busted your balls about anything you said that movie. You, you bust my, sir, sir, you bust my balls about everything. Well, you were like, oh, I really like uh, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ. Like, get the fuck out of here, Boney M. <laughs> <laughs> and then the endless amount of fucking Boney M references you made for like two weeks after that. It was like, all right, enough. But anyway, um, okay, so I did. We'll start with we'll start with what's probably going to win. I would say Oppenheimer will probably win. It will, uh, yeah. We so my brother and I sat down. We watched that because it was. I said I saw that it was on Peacock, and we watched it the other night. And holy shit! For a subject matter that 
because again, for those who haven't seen it, the movie is about making the atomic bomb, not actually deploying and getting letting off the like. There's no film footage at all of like the bombs hitting in Japan. It's all about the making and up to. So it's a very kind of like dramatic movie based off of the science around creating the atomic program. And for a movie that could have had really like kind of odd, boring subject material for, for the, for a layman, it was really entertaining and kept my attention the entire time. It's more than just that though. I I, I grant yeah, it doesn't show anything that happens in Japan, but it's not just about the making of the bomb. It's also about what happens to them after it's been made and the way America treats them. And that's, that's, that's the stuff I didn't know anything about, which. No, not at all. Yeah. As far as the only things I knew about Robert Oppenheimer really before going into this movie was that he obviously was part of the, you know, the Manhattan Project and that um, his picture was on uh, Dennis Nedry's desk in Jurassic Park. And, you know, that was about it. And other than that, you know, I didn't know. And the fact that he looks exactly like Killian Murphy, I guess, kind of sealed the deal for that role. But uh, I don't know. I mean, Chris, you hadn't seen this one yet. I mean, you had said that you wanted to. And I mean, that's a that's a as soon as you can i would say just because it's really entertaining uh not only that and i know this is kind of a bone of contention for some people um there's like nudity like kind of right off the bat in the movie and you're just like i didn't expect that but it was a pleasant surprise you know (laughs) you're just like i didn't understand why i don't i still don't know why we needed nudity uh i don't know why we needed a couple of sex scenes but we got them and to be perfectly honest, I'm okay with it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of thing um, we were we were gonna watch the movie last weekend. Yeah, and it was the kind of thing where I don't want to watch it on a Friday night. Like that's yeah. a that's a like watch during the day kind of movie. Yeah. yeah, and you know I I don't know. So we ended up not watching it Saturday, and then yeah, and then it just kind of got away from us and. I don't. We I don't, up, don't want to watch it without figure out a good time to do that. Sure. I think I. I think we watched it on. You know what? I think we watched it like last Saturday, and it was just kind of one of those weird things about it. Um, but it was. It was. It was great. I mean, just amazing. Kept our attention the whole time. Uh, like Chris was saying, like LA Chris was saying, the there's like this whole secondary story that goes along with it where it's just it's basically what the u.s government did to oppenheimer after the fact and and it's great too because kind of like the climax of the first story which is obviously him developing is like he's like an american hero at the end you know because of what he created and then there's this other like dichotomy towards it so yeah great great movie great movie so yeah just going on the whole nudity thing it was kind of funny because when it got announced that it was Nolan's first R-rated uh, movie since Insomnia, maybe. Um, there was like a bunch of backlash about it, but like, why does it have to be, you know, R-rated? And what's with the nudity? And The Onion did a great piece on why it's R-rated, and I dropped it in the chat for you. But if, awesome. <laughs> you want, if you want a good laugh, read that article. Well, I know that. Um, okay, so uh, we'll have to read that, but I mean, it's it's because it's a Hollywood movie. They're gonna put something in there, you know, if they can, if they can fit in. But I mean, I guess he was a womanizer, so yeah. I mean, that was the know, whole point of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I mean, you're not gonna do a movie about JFK and 
not, I mean, didn't they even do that with Haw Stephen Hawking with the Stephen Hawking movie where he's like kind of a piece of shit to like the women in his life? Like you wouldn't think Stephen Hawking would have been like a womanizer, but he was still, you know, so chicks yeah. take wheels. They sure do. Um, all right. So Chris, Boston, <laughs> Chris, what did you see? You saw the holdovers. Do you want to tell us a little about I saw the holdovers? Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed it. Uh, we had talked about it on the Christmas episode uh, yep. a couple months back. Yep. And I watched it shortly after it was on Peacock. Peacock's been yep. really good for having a lot of these movies. Um, yeah, um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't know really what it was about, although I guess it's mm -hmm. pretty kind of basic and, you know, in the premise. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought the acting was good. Um, Paul Giamatti is obviously you know, wonderful to watch. And uh, it was pretty cool that they filmed it two parts of it, two miles from my house. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The, 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 bowl, the, bowling, the bowling alley was uh, the, the Wakefield bowl of drum. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. All right. That's cool. Oh, so Paul Giamatti was hanging around, and, you know, and then... well, I think they filmed it there not long after they filmed the tender bar there. Ah, um, cause they both filmed there like, in the same year, like within a few months of each other, I think. Okay. <clears throat> the Tender Bar not nominated for an award, mm -hmm. correct? That was kind of a. I, I wasn't that great. The movie movies. wasn't terrible, but it just ended, and I it it just seemed weird. I feel like it could have been a lot better. Also, I don't even know if that thing got a theatrical push. I felt like that was like a Amazon. It does say it. It does say it was just an Amazon movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That... Yeah. But uh, the Divine Joy Randolph, she's the front runner for best supporting actress. I oh, think she, she will win. Yeah, and I think she will win it. Did she win um, the she other award? Yeah, yeah, she won SAG. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm looking up here, and I mean, I, I, yeah, who else is going to get it? As far as like Emily Blunt's nominated for best supporting actress, she's okay in Oppenheimer. She's not huge. Um, Danielle Brooks in the color purple. I don't know. I haven't seen the color purple. Yeah. See, oh man, she was tasty uh -huh. in Friggin' Orange is the New Black. I love Danielle Brooks. Yeah. She's in, she's in, uh, oh, oh you know her, what she's yeah. in? She's in Peacemaker and she's awesome in Peacemaker. Did you yeah. watch Peacemaker? Yeah, she, yeah, she is. Yeah. Did either of you watch Peacemaker? That's a fucking yeah. great show. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I like that. her. That was great. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Emily Blunt's great I mean, about Peacemaker, but it's, it's a really small role. Yeah. You can't sleep on Jodie Foster for anything either, though. No, I did no. see Nyad. She was she was good in it. Yeah, she was really yeah. good in it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, now, what was the other one you saw, Chris? Was it uh, was it Barbie by any chance? I no? I did see Barbie. Yeah. You did? Oh, um, nice. Okay. What do you think of Barbie? Um, I mean, it was it was what I kind of expected it to be. It was a movie. Um, you know, everyone was talking about like you know how people were missing the point of it, and I I kind of thought that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like no, I mean it was it was entertaining. I actually paid to rent it because my wife wanted to watch it. So, uh, right. you know, like two weeks before it was free on HBO, I had to pay money to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. We we were gonna go see it in the theater. Yeah. Um, we were going to go see both Oppenheimer and Barbie in the theater, and we ended up not seeing either of them because we mm. don't really go to the movies a lot, unfortunately. Bar Barbieheimer or whatever. We weren't going to um, do it in the same day, but did you now? Do you have any interest? I have interest in seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. Even though I keep wanting to I, watch it, and I just don't. 
it is like another three hour movie though, isn't it? It isn't is. It like it's three and a half. Yeah. It's it's good. I think it's actually I think it's important. I think it's important people watch it because it's about a part of American history that is obviously been purposely erased. Mm. Um but I think the angle from which she tried to tell the story was misguided. So I guess yep. the book that it's based off of, it's based off of the lead investigator into what was happening out there. And if he did it from that point of view, because the book was about from his point of view, the lead investigator, it would have probably played like a murder mystery, kind of like a like a Fincher mm. type yeah. thriller. But Jesse Plemons' character is, you know, he's like a very small role. And instead, he he chose to show the movie from Leo's point of view, which I thought was a big mistake because he wanted to show the love story between it all. And okay, I didn't work. Mm-hmm. At least if he did it from like Lily Gladstone's point of view, then it would have played maybe more like a horror film, and it would have been more interesting. But it, it was a bad decision to tell that story from the white man's point of view, I guess. And it's funny because Lily Gladstone's nominated for best actress. Um, but DiCaprio's not nominated for best actor. He didn't. He didn't Clemens he didn't. isn't nominated for best supporting actor or best actor. De Niro's nominated, which is De Niro, De Niro. is really good in it. I thought it was a very weak Leo role. Leo role. Um, oh really? So I, I don't think it was a snub for him not getting nominated. Okay. Um, All right. She will win best actress, but I don't think she deserves to win best actress either. I think Emma deserves to win. Who's gonna win? Well, Emma Stone personally, I think deserves to win, but she's not. Who do, who do you think's going to win? Do you think Lily? Lily, gonna Lily win? I think Lily's going to win it. Now, is that a we're giving it to you because we deserve to give it to somebody who's you know? It could be a little bit of that. I think. I think also Paramount is pushing her beyond all belief, so the campaign is hot on her. So you got to remember all these all these people that are nominated. Like, there's full on political campaigns that help yeah. get them the win. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and um, yeah, Paramount's throwing all their money at her. All right, what do you think about American fiction, Chris? Which Chris? Me? I well, you, I, I was going to say that I I really do want to see that because I know like four or five people that are are in it. Yeah. It's oh, I mean, I oh, oh, I had to say. All right, so let's put it this way: I want to see American fiction. I do want to see Barbie. I do want to see the holdovers. I do want to see Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, I want to see Poor Things. We're going to leave the zone of interest at the end because I know L.A. Chris has a lot to say about that. But I don't know about I never I don't know anything about past lives. I don't know anything really about Maestro. Um, so, I mean, I out of all the best pictures, I do want to see like eight of the ten right off the bat, you know. So, I mean, you know, uh, but uh, so we know what you've seen, Boston, Chris. We know what I've seen. So, L.A. Chris, tell us about some of the other movies that have been nominated. Uh, start rattling one off you want me to talk about. Just start with American. Do American, American fiction. fiction. All right, American fiction. I liked it. I don't think it's the best picture win. It's so the way they advertise the movie leaned heavily into the satire portion, but at its core, it's a very quiet family drama dealing with stuff that we all go through: aging parents and all that other stuff. And when the satire stuff hits, it becomes twice as funny. But it it wasn't it it. I don't know how to describe it. It Basically, it wasn't the movie they sold it as. Hmm. But it's still really enjoyable. I think everyone should watch it. Uh, It is a lot of fun. Keith left. And he didn't want us to say anything about him leaving. (laughs) So what we should just do is talk about Keith. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think he's going to appreciate that. Do you know that motherfucker broke my Nintendo in the sixth grade? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. I mean, I lent him my Super Mario 3, and then yep. the Super Mario 3 came back broken, and then it broke my Nintendo. You were the only one that had Super Mario 3, I think, for a long time. Really? I You definitely had it first, because I remember playing in your basement. I remember, well, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Chris Nolan, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maestro, yep, that was uh, Leonard Bern, Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein, a Leonard Bernstein afterworld, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so going yep. on, Maestro, I didn't really care for it. So it? anyway, um, yeah, Maestro, I didn't care for. I felt like it was trying too hard. I felt like it didn't have enough focus on what story it was trying to tell. So, so that's funny because that'll be a movie that he's in. Bradley Cooper's playing an actual, yeah. you know, he's playing Leonard Bernstein, and he probably won't win. Again, but again, it's a biopic and a music biopic, and that's why everyone does that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and by the way, going back to, what was it, last year? I actually don't think Brendan Fraser should have won for The Whale. I get why he did, because, ah. but Awesome Butler was great as Elvis. He was, and you know what, dude? The movie was a mess, but he was great. Talking about snubs? How did yeah? You thought that movie was a mess. I didn't think it was a mess. I mean, I it's it was, it's what's his name, Boz Lerman. It's all over the place. Yeah, but I thought that I was gonna say. Speaking of snubs, like how many times do we get to see Tom Hanks play like an asshole? Like, can he kind of play like a villain? I was like, Tom Hanks should have been nominated as the Colonel. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that was me, and he got snubbed. Yeah. Anyways, I think I think I think you can skip Maestro. Uh, Anatomy of the Fall is really good. Uh, that one had my wife and I talking about it a lot after the fact because it's just it's a it's a courtroom drama, but um, yeah. it's kind of open ended, so it leaves you guessing and talking about it. And you know, okay. did she? Did she not? And yes, really ready. well done. Hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry. She's sorry. Christ. Uh, all right, so tell me about poor things. Poor, all right, poor. I love poor things. I think everyone should watch it. But if I had to describe it, it's it's um, it's Frankenstein meets Little Mermaid meets Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, that's an interesting concept for a movie. It really is, and it's set in this weird sort of Victorian era steampunk kind of world. Uh, hmm. So a mad scientist discovers the body of a beautiful young woman, Emma Stone, and he transplants a baby's brain into her body. Mm -hmm. And then she had like, so she starts off, you know, super slow and can't figure things out and obviously grows throughout the entire movie. But it's a weird, it's a weird, um, it's all about taking the patriarchy down. So it's you know she's in that time period and, and doesn't know better about the world and every man she meets wants to control her some way somehow. But man, I, th- I thought this was Bar. I thought that was Barbie. No, no, poor things is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, Barbie doesn't even deserve to be on the list. <laughs> it was fun. It's because it was like an event. I mean, it, yeah. It, 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 you it know was. what? Not to take away like how good or bad the movie is. It got people um, to go to the movies again. It, well, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. and. It was fun. It, it had it was some a good stories movie. behind it. But I don't think, like, 
yeah, what's his name? What didn't deserve a nomination? Um, oh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I don't think he deserved a nomination for that. Well, now, all right. No. Zone of Interest. <laughs> this is a movie you've been talking about. LA Chris, you've been talking about this like nonstop to me. I have. Okay, it is a, such a difficult movie to watch. Yes, and, so and I'll tell reasons. you, I've read a lot about it, and I don't disagree with any of the statements you're going to make here. So go ahead. So it's a Holocaust movie, but it doesn't show you the Holocaust. So like, you know, Save for Private Ryan, where you're seeing people in the camps, you don't see anything disturbing throughout it. You see the family that literally lives right next to Auschwitz and how they're okay living right next to Auschwitz in their day-to-day lives. And of course, like the father of the family is one of the lead commanders inside Auschwitz, but the wife, who's also the same woman inside Anatomy of a Fall, she's great in both. Oh, yeah. um, she is almost more evil than he is because she knows what's happening and uses all that to like increase her social standing. So, oh, you know, okay. like one of the first, like, like one of the first scenes, like, she's at her house with some friends and they're all getting furs and jewelry so she can pass out to the friends. It's like, well, you know where that came from. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, it's that sort of disturbing. In fact, like the, when the movie starts, it's like five minutes of the screen is just pitch black and the, the score slowly like rises and comes up, but it's not a good score. It's using dissonant sounds to put you like in a really uncomfortable position. Oh boy. And, and so the whole movie is meant to be on uncomfortable from, from that point of view. So now who directed this movie? James? No, that's uh, Jonathan Brian Glazer. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's done before. Grazer or Glazer? Glazer. Yeah. Um, Oh, he did birth. I think I've heard of birth. Yeah, that had like Nicole um Nicole Kidman. That's kind of a weird movie, I think. Um Under the Skin. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, and then Sexy Beast a long time ago in 2000. It sounds but familiar. I don't think I saw that one. He's British. Oh, hello, I'm British. So But okay. then yeah, later in the movie the commander gets reassigned and has to go to a different camp and that causes a huge fight in the family, but she chooses to stay at the camp outside Auschwitz again because she likes her life there, which is really weird. And they're yeah. and literally like their backyard they have a yeah. garden and then there's a stone wall and you can see above the stone wall and there's all the there's all the factories and there's the camp and while you never see anything inside of it you hear it nonstop and it's always yeah. like this muffled of the machinery, people screaming, Oof. machine guns in the distance. And it's, it's super fucked up. Oof. So just something to keep in mind when you're watching zone of interest is that, uh, it's uh, not an easy watch. It's Jonathan not, it's Glazer it, directed the, uh, virtual insanity. He, he, he directed Jamiroquai's virtual insanity video. <laughs> wait, no, wait, is it him? No. Is it Glazer or Grazer? Cause there's two. I think I confused them up before. No, it's 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 the same guy. Seriously? He also wow. directed the Karma Police video for Radiohead. Yeah, he did. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Uh, the other one, Past Lives, is really good. I recommend that, too. Yeah, what's that about? So, it's a... Uh, are they Korean or Taiwanese? Uh, they're Asian. Korean. Well, they're Korean, they're Korean. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's a... Uh, a little boy, a little girl from Korea. They were best friends. They kind of had crushes on each other. And then she oh. immigrates to America, lives her life. And then the boy looks her up years later and they reconnect for a day or two. And, you know, she's long since married, but he's still in love with her. It's, it's yeah. good. 
That's cool. They're very right. quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my imagine, I imagine Oppenheimer will win. If you had your pick, who do you think should win? Best. Pick? Oh, out of this, out of out of this list, definitely Oppenheimer. Okay. All right. So you're okay. So you're on board. Now, director, we have. So look at that, Keith. You saw the best one. I know, right? Well, I figured I did. It's the one that made the most money. You know. No, that's not true. Actually, Barbie made the most money. Hmm. Did it really? Yeah. Hmm. As I say, the best picture is the one that made the most. Well, then that's Barbie. People vote with their dollars. Yeah, but Endgame didn't win, so what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Oh, it was a piece of shit. Well, yeah, what do you expect? How dare you say that? You didn't like Endgame? God, no, no, man. I'm all about... I'm. I'm all about the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bother you? Your face turning red with anger. <laughs> that was a bizarre statement. Um, okay, so wait, wait. Speaking of box office, does it bother you that Meg Two made more money than Indiana Jones? You know, I get it. I totally get it because I know. It, did you guys see this indie? I yeah, I watched it on Disney a couple like a month ago. I did. Not. It's actually not bad. Yeah, you no, it's not bad. Not it's you actually saying... pretty. It's way better than Crystal Skull. And Crystal, well, you were saying it's like a love letter to like Indiana Jones fans. Yeah, yeah I, I watched be... all five of them. You know, in in the course of like a week, just because I wanted to watch them all. Oh, rank them real quick for me. Rank them? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I would probably want to watch uh, Crystal Skull before I watch Temple of Doom again. So. Temple of Doom wow. is probably fifth. I don't okay. know. Temple of Doom is just... I, I get it. I get it. It's hokey in parts. I, you know what, though? No, I, I would put... I would put... Uh, I'd put Crystal Skull last, and then I would put Temple of Doom. Yeah. And then I would put Dial of Destiny. Yep. And then I would put Raiders, and then I would put Last Crusade. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's what I was waiting for. Yes. So that's a controversial statement, but I stand by it. No, that's, it's not. Those two, th- those two are close. Two are they might flop based on the day. Those, they might yeah. flop based yeah. on the day. Yeah. Last Crusade is such a good fucking movie. Yeah. Raiders is great, but Last Crusade is better. Yeah. Okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad we're all on the same yeah. page. I mean, I think yeah. it's just because, I mean, it's a. That, those three movies are a great trilogy, and I think that for a finale, you can't beat friggin' Sean Connery and Harrison Ford riding off in the desert, you know? Yeah, they ride off into sunset. I mean, it's cliche and perfect at the same time. Henry, Indy, follow me. I know the way. Like, it's so good. <laughs> like, the Dial of Destiny, I thought would have made a great middle movie to that. I think if they just, if it took place when he was younger and Got lost in his own museum, huh? Yeah. <laughs> ships that pass in the night. <laughs> yeah, ships that pass in the night. Ah, such a good line, because I don't think any of us knew what it meant back in 1989 until we were older. Uh, so Talks good. in her sleep. Talks in her sleep. I didn't trust her. Why should you? Then <laughs> I didn't trust her. Why should you? <laughs> I have a buddy who really, really loves The Rock, 
and he loves The Rock because of freaking all the Sean Connery shit. <laughs> like, Welcome Winter's to The Rock. Winners go home and fuck the prom. I, 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 I love The Rock, too. But I, I just mean, like, I was the prom queen. Well, I think I remember, like, years ago, like, Chris had for a while there. It was just, Womack? Womack. You just kept saying Womack. Well, and I think it was like BCN used to play a random sound clip because they used to, you know, radio stations used to play stupid sound clips. Yeah. And one of them was, uh, How's your earlier, arm, earlier you wanted a gun. Now you're getting a gun in a wetsuit. <laughs> Good line. I was your, last, last time I swam this channel, I was your age, so I'm fucked either way. Well, and Keith, what's the best one that we always will throw at each other? Ahead, I'm only me. borrowing your Humvee. Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm only. I actually, I went to the. Your Humvee. I went to the. Um, what is it? The Fairmont Hotel. Yeah. I I went to San Francisco for a wedding, like I don't know, fifteen, seventeen years ago, and I made a point to go to. The Fairmont Hotel. We ended up going to like a bar, like in the in the Fairmont. Yeah. Um, but I think it's on Mason Street, which I found funny. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, it wasn't Aren't... far from where we were staying. I remember when you went to San Francisco, and I said, "Oh, you're gonna go pop down and see Chris?" And you were like, "Keith, San Francisco to L.A. is like here to do six hours." Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa." Mr. Big Shot here knows all about fucking maps. <laughs> well, I, I, know, I know that Northern California and Southern California are not close. Whatever. It's like when my parents call. There's like, there's like an earthquake in Sacramento. Are you guys okay? <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, but aren't you on the fault line? Like, doesn't that affect you? Like, uh, if, I remember, from... wait, if, if I remember... Wait, if I remember correctly... If I remember correctly, the original earthquake in Volcano was in, like, Mexico, and they still felt it up in L.A. Is it really Mexico? I don't know. I'm just making that up. Even uh, though it's Mount Wilshire at the end uh, that pops that's up? That's right. How did that movie get snubbed for everything? I mean, that's a great movie. <laughs> My favorite scene in that movie is when uh, the dude jumps off the train. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he jumps, jumps into in, lava. Yeah, into the lava. <laughs> Wait, what movie guy, are we talking about? Volcano. Volcano. You know oh Volcano God. with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, not, not Dante's Cheek. Yeah. No, which has the even other... Oh, R.I.P. What? They're trying to pierce Bronson. No, the what? other stupid death is the uh, grandmother in that, dying in the friggin' like, heated acidic water of the lake. Oh, God, I hate Dante's <laughs> Peak. That movie's stupid. <laughs> All those people should have died. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, let me see. Let's see. Hey, best animated feature film. Did either of you see Elemental? I didn't. Actually, I just I didn't. did. I, you did? Okay. What? This guy, he, he doesn't work. Keith, he doesn't work. He just watches movies all day. Well, I'm assuming that... I mean, I watched that. That was not for work, but I do watch movies for work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, now, Boston Chris, did you see Across the Spider-Verse? I did not. It's Ooh. really good. It is I, really I, good. I, I, I didn't do a good job with movies this year. That's okay. I remember when 
Into the Spider-Verse ended, or Across the Spider-Verse ended, um, it ends on a cliffhanger. And I went, oh. Oh, no. Oh, are you kidding me? And then, like, we immediately went outside. And, like, we were Googling, you know, like, when the third one's going to come out. And I think originally the third one was going to come out, like, I think it was, like, going to come out early this year. Like, it was probably going to be, like, maybe June of this year. I got hit hard by the strike. That one, yeah. And then, like, the strike yeah. happened, and it, like, bumped into, like, a, another, like, I think it's going to be 2025 now. And I was like, shit! Well, and that would have been a full year. Yeah. Which is not super unreasonable. No, and and I think, because I think, like, I, I don't know, I'm assuming the whole story was written, and that they just had to do the animation and then do the voice work and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the uh, the strike happened and it bumped everything. It is kind of now. All right, so for somebody that kind of works sort of in the industry, L.A. Chris, do you think that this year, movie wise, is kind of got people through the strike and stuff like that? Like, what are your what are your thoughts on like next year and stuff like that? Oh, it's gonna be an ugly year. It's um, <laughs> yeah, like box office. So like the pandemic throws a, a, a monkey wrench and everything so we kind of measure everything against 2019 levels yeah and i wanted 2019 the total box office for the year was like 11 point something billion i want to say and this year we're projecting to be seven and a half to eight billion so um that's like it's going to be like a 30 percent drop in box office so it, it's wow. going to be it's going to be extremely ugly i think uh Theater chains are going to be under a lot of financial stress. Maybe some of them go bankrupt, go under. Um, wow. And then, and then, obviously, the, the studios are looking at mergers. I mean, so Paramount is famously up for sale. Warner's is sort of a shit show right now. Um, <laughs> Disney's going to have a really bad year because um, the because they went all in on superheroes and a couple of brands and all that stuff is sort of popped. So really, the top two studios for this year, it's going to be a tie either between Warner's or Universal, hmm. um, product-wise. But it's going to be an ugly year overall. As far as, I mean, as far as just in general, but what about, like, are there any, like, hot movies on the horizon that you oh, think I mean, I'm excited. Like- I'm excited. I'm excited for things like well, the action stuff, so like Fall Guy and Furiosa looks good. Beetlejuice two is this year, so that oh, that yeah. looks really good. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Actually, I say it looks good, but they haven't shown anything yet. So, I well, because I'm just wondering, like for Oscar Oscar buzz next year, you know, I mean, it's probably oh, it's way, way it's early. way too early because it's always like a ton of small art stuff that you don't ever expect that pops up. You know, it's usually second half of the year in the fall. You don't think like Ryan Reynolds is going to get nominated for Deadpool and Wolverine? You don't think? <laughs> probably not. Mm, that that's a shame. That's something that should probably come up. Uh, you know. Yeah, eleven point three billion. Yeah, yeah. the 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 trend The trend of yearly releases is interesting, and I mean, it's in line with what you said, obviously, with the pandemic. But I mean, there was eight hundred plus. That number actually was like steadily increasing from like twenty twelve yeah. to twenty nineteen. Yeah, exa- exactly. And then, and then it got cut in half, and it just hasn't recovered. Like, yeah. The other big thing that happened in that mix was, I think, it was in. 2018 when it happened when did when did fox and disney merge or or disney bought fox so they did so a whole other studio that's just taken out of the mix so yeah. you figure each studio could release a dozen films a year 
you know, Warner's is technically a powerhouse. It's done 20 plus a year. Universal can fluctuate between a dozen, 20 per year. Looks like that was completed early 2019. Yeah. So, so like Fox now under the, it was all of 2018. It was kind of like happening. Yeah. And then, and then, so under the Fox label, really only like one or two movies get released a year. So it's like a whole film slate that's off that doesn't get released anymore. So you just the other, up... the other thing that's tough too is all the theaters got those PPP loans, yeah, uh, it, it, that helped keep them afloat, and that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some uh, some snubs, famous snubs, maybe personal snubs that you think you're personally offended by. Uh, first off the bat, is Saltburn Saltburn is eligible for nominations, right? Oh, totally. I mean, yeah, totally. But didn't get anything. It, is it, though? I mean, it was a lot of fun. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know. Looking at the... Is it the best picture? I don't know. It's not... I don't think it's anything. And, I mean, it came uh, out in get, August. They did, they did not get anything. No. It came out in November. Is November... November's still early enough, Yeah, right? yeah. That, that's that's when you start releasing... Well, you start releasing all your award stuff, usually, in the fall. So yeah. And it didn't get nominated for like nothing got nominated. Nothing. I don't think any any uh any, did, any did of the it, any of the accolades at all. Huh? Did you see, did it? see it? I did see it, yes. I watched it with uh I watched it on my uh my call did with you my see podcast friend. Yeah. yeah, we all watched it like one night and um yeah, I was like, What <laughs> yeah, maybe like, a little too dark, too fucked up. Yeah. It was extremely fucked up, but I mean, it was good. It was just extremely fucked up. I mean, I think someone's selling Saltburn. Uh, yeah, that's another one candles. that we wanted to watch together, so I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's messed up. Um, yeah, would you say somebody's selling Saltburn? What bath candles, like bath scented candles from <laughs> Saltburn? It's like ah, <laughs> they're up there with the uh, the 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 popcorn buckets from uh, Dune Two. I can't believe that got made. I still can't. That went through a round of people, and everyone was like, "Yeah, that looks good." Have you seen those, Boston Chris? The uh, the popcorn buckets from uh, Dune Two. SNL just did a the sketch from, on it, like with the Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't, I can't get over. It. I can't get over that. And the funny thing is, is how much those things will be selling for on like a secondary market after they get out of the theater. Oh, AMC has got these new <laughs> ones. Um, no, not AMC. I think Cinemark has it for Ghostbusters, which, by the way, that looks great. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's Slimer uh, collectible popcorn buckets. I think with Cinemark. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. The the I'm so excited for the uh, for that movie. Uh, the the Ghostbusters. Or what's it? Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I feel like I don't know. I'm probably gonna end up seeing it. I almost want to. I almost want to go see it with you, Boston Chris. I know Ellie, Chris, and I. We can't, but um, I don't know. I feel like we should see it together, right? <laughs> should I just fly out? And we all three of us can see it together. We probably could, you know. But yeah, it'll be fun. But that'll be a great movie. Um, when's right. it coming out? It's like in when's it coming oh, out? Like March, in about a month. Yeah, it's March 29th or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it comes out on Good Friday. <laughs> wow. Well you you guys yeah, could go together in July for Ghostbusters. 
<laughs> it'll, it won't be in the theater anymore in July. <laughs> no, it probably won't. Uh, well, you never know. I was looking up the other day. There was this thing on Facebook that said, go to your birthday on your fifth birthday and find out what movie was number one in the box office. And when I went and I looked on my fifth birthday, yeah. it wasn't Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters was literally like almost the entire length of the summer into the fall. It was like number one. I, I think so it I think mine was Red Dawn. And oh, I was like, so you had to look up your birthday? <laughs> yeah, what was mine? It wasn't Red Dawn. It was like, obviously it was like two weeks afterwards. It wasn't, the hell was it? I can't remember. And I was like, that movie sucks. And I was like, but I think it was new that week. So, yeah. 1984? Cool. Looking for mine. Yeah, look it up. See if you can find it. The Terminator. Just gonna do. Oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you had Terminator. That's right. Terminator came out late. That was the number one movie for the week of October twenty sixth, the nineteen eighty four. Yours was Tightrope. That's what it was. Yeah. Never even heard of it. Exactly. What is that? Mine actually was Ghostbusters. When I was looking, I was I think it was like Yeah, it is. Guy. Yours is, yeah. That's that's amazing. This site tells you this Red site Dawn. tells you Are you on the, box on office mojo? Yeah. Red that's Dawn. funny. It's Ghostbusters, no, Ghostbusters, it's Ghostbusters, Purple Rain, Ghostbusters. That's what I thought was funny. It was. It was like it was. I thought that was really good that it said uh it was purple rain. I went, ah, purple rain. Look at that. So Mm-hmm. What a year! Look at this. I mean, look. You get Footloose. You get Splash. You get Police Academy. Friday yeah. the Thirteenth, the final chapter. Breaking, Temple of Doom. Although Breaking's not nearly as good as Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. No, nothing is. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Ghost. Go. Uh, Star Trek Three. <laughs> I love that we end the year with Ghostbusters. Oh, with uh, Beverly Hills Cop. We begin yeah. with Terms of Endearment and we end with Beverly Hills Cop. But. All right, here's the big thing. Look at 1989. Burn your... Oh, it would have been Batman? For you guys, it would have been Batman. What would have been for me? No, it's not even Batman for us. For Chris, it's Parenthood. Oh, Parenthood. <laughs> and for me, it's Uncle Buck. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Ooh, the Abyss was in there. Yep, you have... Do you have Black Rain or you have Look Who's Talking? I got Look Who's Talking. What the fuck is yeah. this? But like Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future 2 was only one week. No, I saw Look Who's Talking twice in the theater. (laughs) Maybe that's why it did so well. (laughs) Twice or three times. I think I saw that with you in the theater. I saw it, I want to say three times in the theater. Another Bruce Willis movie. How about uh, about the movie? How about the movie of February 10th through the 16th? (laughs) Oh, it's going the wrong way. The Fly 2. The Fly 2. <laughs> oh, Look at this. The Fly 2, the burbs. Lean on oh. me. Fletch lives. Oh, my God. Last yep. Crusade. Oh, that was this year. Yep. God, Star Trek 4. Dude, 89. 89. Is... Batman was only two weeks. How about that? Because Lethal Weapon 2 came out. Oh, Lethal Weapon 2 is so yeah, good. Yeah, Lethal Weapon 2 is oh, good. I mean, 84 was nothing but bangers, and then 89 was nothing but bangers. Yep. 94 is nothing but bangers. Yeah. Uh, 99 was a ton of bangers, too. Was 90? 90 was Home Alone, Child's Play 2, Ghost, Goodfellas. 85 85 was Back to the Future. 
mm-hmm. Mando. 90 was Dick Tracy, Die Hard 2, Back to the Future 3, Pretty Woman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Hunt for Red October, <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy. I was watching Driving Miss Daisy the other day on like uh, Turner Classic Movies. <laughs> now that's a movie we could go into and talk about some uh, odd, weird Oscar shit. Like, really? Driving Miss Daisy was the was the movie that won Best Movie of the Year in 1989? I don't know about that. Yes. Beverly Hills Hills Cop spent 13 weeks at number one at the box office between uh, 84 and 85. Yeah. 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 It's third third best ever behind Titanic and E.T. Wow. That's insane. (laughs) E.T. Number four. Also, well, actually, so the list I'm looking at is on Wikipedia, and it's got Beverly Hills Cop at 14 weeks, uh, tied with Tootsie. Where's like Jaws and Star Wars and all that? Uh, yeah, it's a good question because Star Wars, I feel like everybody and their mother saw Star Wars a hundred times when it came out. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. Oh my God! Born on the Fourth of July. Dead Poet Society. Field of Dreams and My Left Foot. And that's the movie that won. Get out. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> and I love yeah. it too. Like Oliver Stone won Best Director. Daniel Day Lewis won Best Actor. Jessica Tandy won Best Actress. That must have been because they knew she was dying like four years later. So they must have been like, we might as well give it to her now. She's never gonna. She's never gonna get another award. <laughs> Never seen <was> a cocoon. <laughs> Cocoon is a great movie. One and two. Cocoon. Uh, yeah, I know. No, I know. I'm just, uh, Star Wars and and Jaws are not on this list. Wow. That's okay. That's probably because they released movies so differently back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why do you say that? Because, like, the most Jaws would have been on at the time probably would have been, like, 500 runs. Hmm. Do you keep the prints just, like, working around the country? It was before, like, multiplexes were really, or, like, really a thing. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Seems like you know, seems like you know a thing or two about a thing or two. I believe you. I made that up. Do you have any other, do you guys have any snubs that you could think of? I think the two biggest ones for best picture uh, we still talked about already was um, uh, Goodfellas not winning. Goodfellas, Good, yep. yeah, but but I, I do I really do like Dances with Wolves, but Goodfellas yeah. is just one of the best movies ever made. Uh, what um, Shawshank? That was kind of a bomb when it came out. What year was that? Ninety four. But yeah, I mean, it did not what do well in the again? theater. Yeah, but what did it go up against? I'm just oh, it was up against uh, what? Not Phil. No, was it ninety four? No, Forrest Gump. It was Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Well, Shawshank is by far the better movie. What Shawshank? Uh, I mean, well, just because it did poorly at the box office doesn't mean that it shouldn't have won Best Picture. Because yeah, exactly. No, I was I I wasn't even sure it got nominated, but yeah, that should have that should have won, and then uh, broke back against Crash. That's another huge. Oh yeah. Yep. That was that was uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Crash. I saw Crash. Like, I watched like half of it the other day, and I was kind of looking, and I was like, "This movie's not that good." <laughs> like, why is this nominated? 
Why did this win? It's just, cr- it's just cringy to watch. Like, yeah, yeah. At the time, I feel like even, but especially now, like Sandra Bullock's just really weird in it. You know, like, yeah. And you're just like, oh, that sucks. Like, that's not Sandy. That's not my Sandy Bullock. You know. <laughs> well, like and like Shawshank got nominated for, like all these awards and I, I don't think it won anything did it I don't think yeah it looks like it all no. pretty much went to uh forest anything of course was yeah it, was up it didn't forest. win it it didn't win well, anything. Oh, no, one shit. Of the big... roger deakins was the dp on that i didn't know that one of the biggest snubs in my opinion speaking of 1994 is uh gary sinise not winning best supporting actor for lieutenant Ooh. for lieutenant uh it was um Martin uh, Landau for it. Oh, so it was a gimme year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because he's old. Yeah. Give it to him. He won't be nominated again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do you not? How do you not? The one scene, and this is why I was asking you earlier about whether or not it's a scene that they select or if it's the whole movie, because the one scene in Forrest Gump where lieutenant dan's having the argument with god during the hurricane yep (laughs) that right there seals the deal for me as far as like his his performance in that he's so freaking good in that you know i think a scene can make it but i think if they get nominated for the whole i think they get nominated. it's it's, it's the whole film yeah Yeah, it's the whole film but yeah like I, i mean shawshank didn't win any golden globes either it was only nominated for two yeah that is just uh, that's. I mean, well, I think I don't think Morgan anybody... Freeman, yeah, lost to Tom Hanks for actor, and then um, Quentin Tarantino won best screenplay for Pulp Fiction, and Darabont didn't win. Yeah, well, that's probably that's probably accurate though. I mean, some of them are accurate. I think, like Pulp Fiction, that's a oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, Pulp Fiction's one of the best screenplays ever written. Yeah, and I think as far as Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks is better as Forrest Gump than than uh, Morgan Freeman is as Red. I mean, it just mm-hmm. overall, yes, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute that. I think uh, the it, not hit. It, it's a tough year. If it came out in '93 or '95, I think it's a different story. Uh, well, but I mean, also, but I feel for, like, yeah. well, why? What's with '93? No, I'm just saying, like for for like Shawshank for to not even be nominated for a Golden Globe for best best movie yeah but again we just remember that's not like the golden globes don't mean anything but that's just yeah i guess it's 80 it's 80 old white people that no you're right yeah that get wined and dined well 93 it's not doing good either because it's up against Mm -hmm. Schindler's list the fugitive who who is the most oscar nominated person of all time oh it's It's, uh what no it's uh is it like the sound editing guy that has like 32 or something? It's John Williams. Is it John Williams? I thought it was Walt Disney. Well, maybe Walt Disney has the most wins, I think. Yeah, he, maybe he won Walt like 22 years in a row or something. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Walt Disney holds the most with 22. I think if you put Shaw, I think if Shawshank is in '95, I think it has a much better chance of winning. Because Braveheart, while Braveheart was good, Braveheart is the most is the most historically inaccurate movie of all. 
<laughs> oh, I don't care, man. I love that movie. Braveheart might as well. Braveheart, he might as well have been riding in there with a fucking machine gun. <laughs> That's how freaking inaccurate that movie is. Um. So yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my favorite part of that movie though is uh is the dude that's in um oh god what's his name he's the guy that's the irish guy that uh and he's david o'hara david o'hara and he's he's in like the departed he's in he's in harry potter and the deathly hallows like he's he's in a bunch of shit you'd know him if you see him and uh i love him in that movie he's so good (laughs) i like that guy but anyway He's going, ah. he goes, the Lord thinks he could get me out of this, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His laugh is really good. <laughs> I like his laugh. Yeah, he's the one who goes, I can't believe they found that guy. I spent all day pulling that body into the marsh. <laughs> it was heavy. <laughs> That's good. Anywho, uh, well. I hmm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to like point out that uh, is kind of like snubs. None that I could really think. I think as far as like we've talked a lot. I liked um, I like that they gave like the lo- like I think the last Lord of the Rings. I know a lot of times they say like they gave that to Peter Jackson because of the whole trilogy. Uh, I kind of agree, although I wish that he had gotten the Oscar for the first movie. <laughs> Because I think the first movie was awesome, you know, and and it's a good story. Which it's was kind the of one? Like more... Was it was it Two Towers that won everything? This, no, it's uh, no, right? Return, Return of, the, Return King. of the King. Yeah, Return of the King wins. That everything. was the th- third but, one. Yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of people. I think I've heard people say that they gave it to, that that it won everything as almost like a, hey, you did a great the job. Body for the first two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we think about it, though. That was such a crazy undertaking, shooting all three at the same time. That's never been done before like that. No, absolutely. And uh, so many movies have... So many movies have done it as well and not always succeeded, you know? Uh, Last thing, last question I have for either one of you. Do you know why they moved from 5 to 10 in uh, movies for... Because of viewership. (laughs) No Uh, No one gives a shit about the Oscars nobody watches anymore, so they try to... They put it from five to ten to get more commercial films in there to get ah. to get people interested. Because and boy, did they! Like if you yeah, look at because it used to be just the shitty art, not shitty, just you know art films. Well, no, but like if you look at like all right, so in two thousand eight, you had Slumdog Millionaire, Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader, and then like the following year, you get Hurt. Like, Locker. What was The Reader? I don't even remember that one. The Reader. Is a I remember that one German American romantic drama film directed by Stephen Daldry, written by David Hare on the basis of the 1995 German novel of the same name. Yeah, you sold that well. Kate Winslet, right? Yeah, Kate Winslet's in it. Oh, so she 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 must get nude in it. Oh, is that the one where she like reads to like Nazi kids or something like that? Um, I don't know if it's Nazi kids. I think it's what I think it's probably East German kids. Hmm. Maybe. What? Why are you laughing? I'm just not going to say it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. That's no. (laughs) What's wrong with you guys? You guys got the you guys got the yips all of a sudden. You yip yip. But like I was going to say, like the following year, you got Hurt Locker, Avatar, Blindside. 
District 9, Inglorious Bastards, Up, Up in the Air, Precious, that fucking movie. <laughs> that movie's awful. Like, awful in the fact that you feel so bad watching it. Like, that's all. Well, that's the, you're supposed to, though. <laughs> I know, but, like, it's kind of like, all right. So, I think of movies like that, kind of like how I thought of... Uh, I think that's whiplash. white privilege talking, Keith. No, 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 no. Like whiplash, <laughs> where it's like it's a movie, it's a movie that comes out where you're just like like Parasite, where it's just like they don't need to do movies about that kind of stuff. Like that poor fucking because that, you're that, uncomfortable. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't need to be uncomfortable going to the movies. Keith, what are we talking to you about? Your zone of comfort. <laughs> I don't want to look. I don't want to go to the movies and constantly feel like just. Ugh, I don't want to. You feel don't have to go to the movies and see it. Well, I'm gonna go to the movies anyway. I don't want to feel icky every time I go to the movies. <laughs> like, come on, you know. I mean, did you ever see Precious? <laughs> that movie's yep. horrifying. Like, I, I actually did see Precious. Yeah, like Monique. You really want to hate Monique? <laughs> I think. Yeah. She, she won. She won the. She won right. Yeah, she won the Academy Award that year. I mean, she deserves it, dude. She's a fucking piece of shit to that poor girl in that movie. It's so awful. And I feel terrible. But like fucking blindside, like that's a that's a silly movie altogether. And Sandra Bullock won for that. Like, give me a break. Oh my like, god, there's so much backlash against that one now. I mean, the story being yeah. all wrong and you know the white savior thing and yeah, yeah. Like yeah. and and they got friggin' Gabourey Sidibe is in that category. Like, give her the fucking Oscar. Can we start doing that? Can we start retroactively taking Oscars away and giving them out to people? We should actually. We should. We should re rank each year and be like, this is what we give the Oscar to. I mean, I think it makes sense. What do you think, Chris? Well, if they, they can do it, it for with, Bruce Willis, they, they can do did it, it with for... Bruce Willis. <laughs> I mean, I think you. I think Monique gets the best supporting actress again, and I think you give you take away from Sandra, and not that against Sandra Bullock. It's just that movie's goofy. Like, take away. Sandra Bullock's award for the blind side and give it to Gabourey Sidibe. You know? I don't know. That's just me. That's my thought. I know I'm a I I know I'm an odd duck. And I love I love me some Sandy Bullock. I do. But I mean, I could tell you another movie you give her an award to. You give her a friggin' movie. You give her the Oscar for uh The Net. <laughs> That's the movie starring the girl on the bus. <laughs> you don't get that reference. It's a Seinfeld joke. The uh, talking pig movie. Yeah, what's the talking pig movie? Oh, you didn't see the net? Oh, I, f- I, oh, I forget what that was from. That was a joke in some movie. Is there a talking pig in that? No, it, but it was like you know, like the movie. What is it, Babe? Yeah, came out at the same time. Oh, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, you didn't see the? Oh, it it's a Kevin Smith movie, I think. Oh, okay, maybe I don't know. Did you? But, um, uh, I mean, he goes, "Oh what? yeah, like did you see the talking pig movie?" And he goes, "Oh, you didn't see the net." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. But I mean, I don't know. You want to give her all right. I'll tell you what role you I'll tell you what role you give to Sandy Bullock. All right, you ready? Give it to her for Miss Cageniality. She's fucking amazing in that movie. <laughs> and that movie uh, is that movie's awesome. I was gonna go with Demolition Man. Nah, see, you can't do that because that's silly, because that's a silly movie. But I know, love that movie. Mm-hmm. I do love that movie, but Miss Congeniality, dude, that movie's fucking great. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff you could give to you could give her another one. Uh, you ever see 28 Days? That's the one where she's in that not 28 days later, 
This is the one where Sandra Bullock is in in uh, therapy, not yeah. fighting zombies. Oh, um, yeah, I do remember that one, yeah. Yeah, but she's good in that. Um, she was great in Gravity. Gravity was good. I think oh, she, yeah. got she got nominated for Gravity, I think, right? I think she got nominated. But George Clooney won, right? No, I don't think George Clooney. Oh. No, it was, a, it, was, it was a sexist joke. Oh, I was like, I don't think George Clooney won. <laughs> Because he's barely in it. He is barely in it, but he's he does have a couple good That's another movie I don't understand why. Like why he died in that movie. I don't understand. Like, couldn't he, couldn't she just fucking pull him along? Like it didn't, <laughs> it didn't make much sense to me. I don't know. I guess it's me. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who gives a shit, right? But uh yeah, she was nominated. Who won that year? Kate Blanchett. Oh, there's Blue Jasmine again. Huh, look at that. Andy, I mean, uh, Woody Allen's bring it, rearing his ugly head again. I feel like people do Woody Allen movies because, like, usually the actress gets a nomination for, like, for being in it, no? Yeah, because if you're dealing with that weirdo, you should get yeah. a... It's like people that do David O. Russell movies. Like, you gotta deal with that weirdo, so you're gonna yeah. get nominated. I think uh, all the people I was talking about that were in American fiction have all... So been in like every David O. Russell movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a weirdo, right? He, remember that? Difficult. <laughs> that's at the moment with Lily Tomlin and Dustin Hoffman are like uh, arguing yeah. in the car. That's yeah. great. That stuff's so so much fun. I remember watching that being like, yep, that, that tracks. And then uh, then he made that Amsterdam movie that bombed. <laughs> I'm sorry. 80 million budget, 31 million at the box office. <laughs> When did, that, when did that come out? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, tw- I think it was last year. No. 2022. 2022. Amsterdam. What a waste of a move. What a waste. Just wastes. Let's get David O. Russell out of there. He doesn't deserve to be in there anymore. You know? <laughs> what I think. That's my opinion. But anyway, I digress. But I digest. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. What do you think? Sounds good. You're gonna start playing the uh, Oscar music to play us off. <laughs> I am gonna play. I am gonna play Oscar music. So throughout this episode, I have been peppering the five songs that have been nominated for uh, best original song for the Oscars. Um, if anybody is interested in what they are, I will let you know now. Um, well, I'm just Ken. What? I'm just Ken. <laughs> That's right. Just I'm just. I thought you said I'm just Hen. And I was like, Hen? Yes, I'm just Ken. Uh, just that's Ken. one. Yeah, no, it's I'm Just Ken by Barbie. Um, music and lyrics by Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. Uh, the Fire Inside from Flaming Hot. Music and, Hearance, music and lyrics by Diane Warren. Uh, it Never Went Away from American Symphony. Music and lyrics by John Batiste and Dan Wilson. Who... Uh, what I, what was I made for from Barbie? Music and lyrics by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. That's and a, I don't know. That's a really good song. I hear that one on the radio all the time. Yeah. And I don't know how to pronounce Wazazi Wazaz Wazazizi, which is a song for my people, and that's from Killers of the Flower Moon. Mu- music and lyrics by Scott George. So those are the best five original songs this year, and uh, I hope that. Uh, hmm. Let's, I'm shooting for Wazazizi or whatever. Song of my people. Why not? <laughs> you know, Billie Eilish gets enough. She's going to probably win a friggin' Grammy for what was I made for. So she don't need an Oscar too. She's not Eminem. 
So, but uh, <laughs> once again, I would like to thank Boston Chris, LA Chris. Thank you both for joining me. Um, of course. My pleasure. I know you guys don't really have anything to plug, so I don't have to do that, but you can hear me. <laughs> you can hear me every week on. Uh, Oh my God, I'm looking at the quotes that you guys have put in this chat over here on the side. <laughs> I like Chris put now I become now I am become Dick, the destroyer of Poon. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, <laughs> uh... Yep, that's true. Uh, but uh, you can catch me every week on GFA Live with PD Winston, uh, my best friend in the whole wide world. Chris's best friend in the whole wide world. Boston Chris. I don't know him. LA Chris doesn't know him and doesn't want to know him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can always hear that on any any of your podcatcher apps. Just check it out for it. Uh, and then you can hear me on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I do some things such as the Exposition Podcast, as well as Cronoso Monthly. And uh, check me out also on uh, the Place to Be Nation Pop Experience. Uh, usually once a week, if not twice a week, I do a song for the Pop Video Jukebox Song of the Day. And of always, you can always catch me on the Twitter or the artist formerly known as Twitter at Flounder824. So, Boston Chris, LA Chris, love you both. And um, final words, final thoughts, Boston Chris? I was just going to say love you right back. Thank you for the uh, opportunity to be here again. Looking forward to the next time. Absolutely. LA Chris, La La Land? I echo those same sentiments. The only thing I'll add to it is when you um, give us all these platitudes about how much you love us, I hear you give those same exact platitudes to every guest, and it just feels disingenuous at this point you know i'm a little i'm a little hurt leave it to the hollywood elite to friggin call me out on <laughs> i'm glad head. you brought it up i'm glad you said it because i've oh, been thinking Jesus the same thing right have you really like i haven't shown my love and devotion you're like this is my whole best friend in the whole wide world i don't know what i would do would love him well, listen this i is, feel really look i feel really this is, bad this is gerald i met him three weeks ago and now he's my guest i'm just telling you this, okay <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that I meet somebody and within 30 seconds they're asking me to be the best man at their wedding. I can't help it. All right. I didn't no, don't give me that. Chris boss of Chris is flipping me off. Look, I was thoroughly <laughs> I was thoroughly happy being the best man for both of you, you know? And it's it's a great thing. And if I ever get married again, <laughs> I'll make sure you guys come to my second wedding. <laughs> so but all right, I love you both. Thank you oh, so much. We love you, man. You know I just give you a hard time. I know you do. And I will talk to you, everybody, real soon. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.
the game You got no time to waste No making no excuses You out here making moves You were made for the hustle Born to break the rules Make effort out what you got inside you No way They'll ever stop you The people hold you Got the fire inside. 